Welcome to the Sober Podcast, part of the Soberverse created by the team at the Sober Network. The Sober Network has engaged in revolutionizing the treatment industry by creating its own token economy. We offer fresh ideas to an industry that has relied on dated interventions. We are responsive to a new generation of substance users who are attached to their phones so we can impact massive social change. Our unmatched technology displays solutions of our various brands, demonstrating a thorough understanding of how we get things done. We are proving that technology, along with incentivized human accountability, provides measurable and positive outcomes. Visit us at SoberNetwork.com. Welcome to the Sober Podcast. I am your host, Jamie Brickhouse. And our sober liberty today is Colleen Hopkins. She is a wife, mother of two children, and avid yogi joining us from South Florida. Welcome to the Sober Podcast, Colleen. I'm grateful you could join us today. Great to be here, Jamie. Tell our listeners a little bit how you found sobriety. Um, so I've been sober now about six months and, um, I, last October, I just basically hit what I think was my rock bottom. And, um, I woke up one morning after, you know, a week of drinking. Um, we have a second home in the Florida Keys. We were down Uh there and, um, you know, I woke up with a hangover, had to drive back home to be at my kid, one of my children's, um, my daughter's uh, cheerleading meet. And I said, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Um, you, I had, sounds like it know. was that sick and tired moment. Yep. Mm-hmm, definitely. And so uh, when, when you made that decision, um, did you just stop cold turkey or did you, um, uh, get involved in a program? So I had already been kind of slowing down since COVID. I kind of got out of control during COVID. So, you know, when things started to get more back to normal, I started, you know, just drinking on the weekends and, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of people do that don't want to quit yet, or they're not ready to quit. And um, so I was slowing down, but it was starting to creep up again. You know, the weekends were becoming Thursday through Monday and that kind of thing. If there was a holiday, I would drink. If I had a party during the week, I would drink. 
Um, so it was creeping up again, but I had cut back a lot. Um, so I just stopped cold turkey. Um, I think after that, I drank maybe two more times, mm -hmm. like very socially, like one drink. But already in my head, I kind of knew like I was done um, yeah. from October. Yeah. So pretty much all I did it cold turkey. But I did use CBD, which really uh -huh. helped, um, you know, especially that witching hour, like between four and five o'clock, six o'clock when I really wanted a drink at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I would take some CBD and I loved kombucha. I would have kombucha and, you know, I'd pour it in my wine glass and, and that helped a lot at the beginning just to feel like I was kind of having my glass of wine, but I wasn't, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. And so, um, how is it now? How do you, I mean, you're six months in, so it's, um, still new. Um, are you, um, how are you staying sober now just by, um, I'd say after the first month, it got easier for me. Halloween was very hard. You know, I I have children and everyone around here goes out and they're on golf carts and they're drinking and they're doing shots and they're trick-or-treating with the kids. Um, mm -hmm. So that was hard. Um, Thanksgiving got a little, every holiday, I kind of would like go through the holidays and every holiday got a little easier and up to yeah. New Year's and that got easier. And I've been to the Keys like three more times since then, and I haven't drank. So that got easier because that's basically kind of going on vacation and not drinking. Um, I just started getting used to it, and I started feeling so much better in the morning, and my workouts were better, and I felt less bloated, and I felt less sick. So I just started to almost, in a way, like become addicted to not drinking because I didn't want to drink and mess up how good I felt. Right, right. Um and uh did you did you ever did you ever think of a 12 step program or a harm reduction program or any of the various other um uh avenues of uh um, of sobriety um, of recovery I, I, I read and i've researched a lot about it um mm -hmm. i am in a group a harm reduction group uh Jen Hurst is her name on Instagram she has a a, a group where there's daily check-ins and um you know you do you talk about gratitude you talk about how you rate your day you read um uh -huh. kind of just positive group for people who are sober um so i have been i have been doing that and i actually even ha have been working as her assistant too so i've been you know, kind of surrounded by a whole group of people that are recovering. So it's been very positive. Mm -hmm. um, in the past, my husband also suffers from alcohol addiction. He, um, he got more into like, he has taken naltrexone and gone through kind of a medical, you know, harm reduction. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I didn't feel like I needed to, um, you know, at the time. And I, and I don't feel like I need to now. You mean to do a medical yeah. harm reduction? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But you're in the in the harm reduction group. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. so, yeah. So then there is a program for you or you are, yes. are in some kind of program. Um, and um, so we want to talk about sobriety and motherhood. So um, how do you think you're drinking? Um, 
affected your children's lives, you know, up until recently, up until sobriety? Um, I think it affected them greatly. I, I think my husband, as he was also a drinker, um, I, my kids were surrounded by it. Every mm-hmm. party they went to had alcohol, every birth, every kid's birthday party, um, you know, where we live, it's not really seen as a weird thing. It's, we're kind of surrounded by it. Right. Um, I'm sure in a lot, a lot of places that's, you know, how it is. Yep. So, um, you know, it started to get with my children where they were making comments. Um, they were noticing, they were saying, mom, you're drunk or dad, you're drunk. Or, you know, dad doesn't come to this cause he's drunk. Um, you know, my son fell and hit his head one time and my, you know, he was crying and I said, you're fine. And he said, mom, you didn't care that I hurt myself cause you were drunk. Um, you know, um, stuff like that. Cause my yeah. kids are mm-hmm. now 11 and eight. So, you know, they notice, um, and I find it funny, um, around Christmas, I was at a lot of parties and one of the parties I was at, you know, a lot of people were drinking and probably, you know, half of the people were kind of drunk and before I would have never even noticed it, I would have been just drinking along with them, you know, sure. and there mm-hmm. was kids and adults and, and I started to really notice, you know, cause I wasn't drinking, but, um, I made a comment to my daughter and I said, wow, you know, a lot of people at that party were drunk. And she goes, mom, that's like how all the parties I ever go to are. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> it really like hit me. Like, yeah. this is what my children have been surrounded with, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, it's not right to me. It's not right for them. You yeah. know, they have no choice, you know? Um, so I do, you know, sometimes have some regrets and I wish I quit earlier, but I'm happy I quit now. And, you know, they're going to see me and my husband as different than, than they have in the past. Great. Great. You know what? That's a good place for it. I want to get more into that. Um, uh, but first we're going to take a quick commercial break. Um, okay. and we'll be back in just a few seconds. Hi, I'm Sonia, the founder of Everbloom. We help you change your relationship with alcohol through connection and conversation. We provide small group meetings where you can share your story and get the encouragement and support you need to achieve your goals. Whatever your goals are, we're a judgment-free space. You can find us at joineverbloom.com, B-L-U-M-E, and try us out with a free meeting. And we're back talking with Colleen Hopkins and, um, so are, are your kids, uh, do you talk to them about being sober or, and, um, are they aware of your sobriety? Yeah, I, I've been very honest with them. It's been, there's really no way they could not know about the issues in our family because it was dysfunctional with the alcohol, mm-hmm. you know, there was fighting, there was passing out. Um, there was, you know, it just wasn't you know, something that children should really see a lot of it. Um, but it's, Oh, they've always seen it. So, you know, I think they're happy that I'm sober. I feel like I'm more patient with them. I feel like, um, overall, I'm just a better mom, you know, before it was like, I bought into the whole mommy wine culture, you know, it was, I deserve a drink. My kids, (laughs) my kids were, 
we're so annoying today. I deserve a drink. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, they're getting on my nerves. You know, it's, it's very prevalent around here and probably a lot of places in suburbia, you know? Right. Um, but I, I started when I quit drinking, I really started to think about it. And I'm like, how's that fair to our children to be, you know, showing them that they're so annoying or or bothering me so much that I have to drink every night, mm-hmm. you know, what message deal with that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, has How has it changed the way you um, parent now, now that you're sober? What, what differences have you seen in yourself um, in the way you are? I, I think I'm a lot more patient. Um, I'm definitely a lot more present. Like that's the main thing before I was there, but I wasn't there. Like I was thinking mm-hmm. about, I've been taking them to the beach, you know, a lot of weekends and before I would be there, but I had my beers and I'm hanging out at the beach, you know, for myself. And now I'm I'm spending time with them and I'm, I'm listening to them more and I'm, I'm doing things that they, they like, you know, not everything. I feel like, you know, when I was drinking, I was very selfish. It was just, you know, I need my drink and I want to sit here and, you know, don't bother me, go play, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're, you're really there for them. It sounds like now. Yes. And I, I really, really, I'm, I'm really for the first time, like, I feel like I'm actually like, there for my, you know, present with my kids. Mm-hmm. What, um, actually, I want to, and how has it changed, um, your marriage, uh, now that, that your, your husband is, is also in harm reduction and, um, um it's been very, um, challenging with both of us, both having issues. Um, my husband, um, was, I'd say at a more severe stage than me. Um, mm-hmm. so it's been hard. Like he's been sober on and off since January, which is amazing. Like how much he, you know, that he's gotten there. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, basically our marriage came to the point that we're, we were going to get divorced. I mean, something had to change because it was just not, I mean, we've been married 15 years this year. And I think a lot of it through all the chaos is we stayed together because of the kids, but it got to a point where it wasn't healthy for the kids. So when I got sober, I think it really, my husband, um, you know, it really put him into a corner almost where, you know, he, he didn't have any excuses anymore. He couldn't say, well, you were drunk. Well, you did this. We, cause I wasn't anymore. You right, know, I, was, right. I was making myself better. Yeah. And I was changing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it really, really brought to the forefront our problems because I think before it was just, we were, we would just drink and then we'd fight and then we'd make up the next day. And it was a very, not a, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a healthy relationship, I'd say. Um, so we're, we are working on that and it's getting better and better, you know, the longer he's sober and the longer I'm sober. So. That's great. Um, if you were to give, advice to someone who has children and who's just getting sober what um what would that be or what are some of the tips you would give i would just tell someone like don't beat yourself up about it um you know if you're sober it's amazing it doesn't it it doesn't matter when you get sober your kids are still going to benefit from it you know it's it's never too late and don't think you know it's too late my kids are too old like 
they I already ruined them. They're already dysfunctional. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's true because I, I read a lot of even adults that said, you know, I wish my mom would get sober now and I'm 40 years old, you know, so I don't, I don't think people should beat themselves up about it. Good to know. Good. Our good advice. Um, what is the, um, hardest thing you've been through, um, uh, since you've been sober the last six months and how did you get through it? Um, just trying to adjust in relationships sober, I feel like is challenging sometimes. And I felt like when I was drinking, I was, um, I was in a mode where I, I was just going through the motions. And when I became sober, I was just exhausted. I felt exhausted Mm -hmm. because I was actually like having feelings and processing everything that's been going on for years. Right. Um, So, you know, a lot of days at the beginning, sometimes even I, now I just want to like go take a nap in the middle of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Just go back in bed. Um, Yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. I just, maybe before, you know, cause when you drink, you're just drinking away your emotions. You're not thinking anytime you had any issue, you just drink. So, um, I think that's one thing I've been dealing with and I think I've been dealing with it. Well, you know, I, I do yoga, I meditate, I, you know, I've taken a job at home. I'm doing more contract work. I'm I'm doing things that I'm not just in a mode where I'm, you know, so stressed all the time doing things I don't want to do. Um, you know, I said, if I'm going to get sober, I'm going to make sure that, you know, my life isn't chaotic as, as it was. So I'm, I'm really trying to live by that. That's great. Um, and, uh, kind of follow up question to that. Uh, what's the, um, best lesson that you've learned since you've been sober and how has it helped you? Lesson. Um, I've just, I, I don't know if really a lesson per se, but Mm -hmm. I've just, I just observe people now and I just see things a lot differently. Um, I just, I, I feel like before I was going through the motions and now I'm actually like seeing and, and feeling they kind of going back to what I was saying before. Um, and I, I, yes. And, and mm-hmm. it's hard to put into words. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I'm kind of learning, you know, just, just be patient, be patient with myself, you know, yeah. relationships are not going to be fixed in a day, you know, my body or health problems or things that I've done, I've do, done this for 20 years. It's not going to, you know, things aren't going to be my health isn't going to be perfect in in five weeks. You know, this right. mm-hmm. take, take time and be patient on things. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good lesson um, mm-hmm. that we can all, um, uh, we all should follow. Well, thank you for joining us today, Colleen. And to all thank of our you. listeners, thank you for your good t- continued support. Uh, be sure to visit thank us you. on soberpodcast.com and all places you uh, get your podcast. Leave us a review. Sign up for our mailing list. 
You will also find contact information in the show notes for our guest, Colleen. And I am your host, Jamie Brickhouse. You can find me on TikTok where I tell a true story every day wearing high heels. And I'm the author of Dangerous When Wet, a memoir of booze, sex, and my mother. Signing out for Sober Podcast and tune in for another show next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Sober Podcast. We hope that you have found this episode helpful and look forward to you joining us next time. As we continue to grow and implement positive change, we hope that you'll share our podcast with your friends and loved ones. They can find us on all the major podcast directories. If you have an idea for the show, want to leave positive feedback, ideas, or comments, connect with us on thesoberpodcast.com. You can also reach us on our social media platform on The Soberverse. We'd love to hear from you. A special thanks to all those who make this show happen. Jamie Brickhouse, our host, Carrie, our producer, Carl Fessenden, our voice, and our sponsor, The Sober Network. Sober Network.